You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 236 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane. Pleasure to see you again. It is a pleasure to see you. Trust me. It's getting cold out there. How's your nipples? Uh, my nipples usually are pretty... I'm not going to lie to you, and this is maybe something I shouldn't say on the podcast a lot. Rock hard? But my nipples are hard a lot. Yeah. I always have rock tit. Like maybe I have rock tit right now. Like for no reason. I mean, right now, it's like my left one's a little bit harder than my right one. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like that's just how I was built. Yeah. It's just something that comes natural. It's well, like. Well, it's also, like, we live in a colder climate. Maybe that has something to do with it. But, but it can be, you know, the hottest day of summer. Yeah. We could be enjoying a mint julep on the front porch. And What's I've got a mint julep? Hard, rock hard titties. Is that what gives you a in rock In my hard wife beater. I'm just sitting there <laughs> on the front porch. You're like, dude, you're enjoying the day. And that's right. What do you say? Uh, because I've got a nice cold mint julep and what? what's a mint julep though? Help me out. Uh, it's just a, uh, you know, it's a drink. It's got a bit of mint and some julep in it. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Ice, add a little water shake. How was your Halloween, Shane? Uh, it was, well, it was unproductive. Oh, I, okay. I went home and did absolutely nothing. Yeah. I handed out some treats to some youngsters. Okay. About seven. Mm-hmm. Really? That was it. Yeah. Man, we, we well, I, I take the kids up by their grandma's house and they were like, it was like the olden days of like 19, like 87, 1988 yeah. in Farmington, man. There were so many kids running around. They even blocked off one of the streets and had a detour because there's like so many Kid, they were they just blocked him off and just. I mean, it's there. sad that you know people just go, oh, let's trunk or treat, or let's not do it at all. Or, uh, what? Is it, let me ask you something. Trunk, trunk or, or treat. trunk or treat's fine. Yeah. If you just you know, it's like, well, let's be safe. Well, as, just, here's the thing. I think little kids need should do trunk or treating because that's fun. But when you're when you don't need your parents to go trunk right. or treating anymore, right. that's when you got to go house to house because that you know, and no one does it with anymore. little kids. No one cares. Well, I mean, not in that neighborhood. Yeah, you know, some neighborhoods are they're pretty good. You know, there's a legend of a guy that's in Federal Heights. Yeah. That does the hot dogs. Do you know the that that dude? No, but let me tell you but something. But you've heard of him. Well, be, be, I feel like I've only heard of him because you've told you've talked about him before. But here's the thing. A guy, one house on our route, hot dogs, chips, soft drinks. The whole night like barbecuing hot dogs, chips, soft Fantastic. drinks. Fantastic. One yes. person was cooking donuts, like frying donuts Fuck. out front delicious why why do they do that they're why not? doing they're, they're having fun exactly they're doing it to go there's they're the suge knight of the neighborhood maybe i'll tell you what and it's like i was i was pumped come a death row because because i'll tell you what you go to a normal house they don't say hey parents come on in and get get a kit kat or whatever no but these guys are like no come in and have a hot dog or you know when you were a kid you always enjoyed that guy's like 
full candy bars. You oh, remember yeah, yeah. that guy? No. He never toilet papered his house, cut his tires. You know what's funny is I don't it. think anybody when I was a kid was giving full candy bars out in my neighborhood. I mean, we weren't rich either. But the thing is, is in this one, I swear they got 10 to 15 full candy bars. Like just right, trick say, Which one do you go? Daddy needs this for No, no, no. Daddy I respect I respect they did the work. They did the work. They I mean I I mean they were in there. Your kids My, aren't sweet enough to go, Daddy, you're such a great dad. Oh no, they they offered, but I'm, I'm like, give no. you this giant I'm also don't need candy. Let's just be real. I'm gonna Let's give you this giant nut rageous bar. They kept trying to say, pawn off all the stuff they don't like on me, and I'm like, no, oh no, I don't I'd like say, that. I'd say I'll accept that nut rageous bar and uh <laughs> Allow you to keep living. It was great because you know those uh, blow up like T Rex costumes. Oh yeah, <laughs> my my youngest son was that this year, and it was just so funny to watch him run around. It was that was a, I will say it was a hoot. Yeah, it was great. It, it was so much fun. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I also went to a suffocation and cattle decapitation Crisian concert, which we didn't see much of because we were just hanging. It's funny because it was like thirty two bucks, but like Jenny got us on the list, so it was free. So we walked Jesus. in. It was free. We saved you didn't even wa- bucks. Wow, that's why you didn't watch it. Well, uh, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we got in free. We didn't appreciate what was going on in front of us. How did How did Jen get the free tickets? She was just a hawk, like online. Somebody said, "Hey, we're One giving away Groupons? free tickets." No, no, it was like uh, remember Juan who came on with his band uh, when we were doing bands. Oh shoot, Juan Caseras. Right. He was like, uh, "Hey, we're giving away tickets." So Jen was like, "I want some," and he she got some. Damn, yeah, I so. would have liked to have seen Suffocation. That's a like, I did, a, you like know, old I did Ben see, Kenobi. That is a name a I haven't had in a long time. I did the out of every band, I saw the most of them. Yeah. They, they were, I mean, obviously they were great. Old, in the, in the, but and the thing is, is the Metro is the perfect place to go see a show. I feel like, especially kind of a like it's like it's a twenty one plus place, so. Not unlike the complex, which we have weird laws here. Like you have, if you're gonna have a drink at like the complex or like a big place, all ages show, you have to be behind this like like rope in your section and stuff like that. Where I like it at the metro, where you can just do and be wherever, and yeah. it's super fun. But uh, yeah, dude. So uh, Halloween just passed, and uh, now we're on to Thanksgiving. Now we're on to Thanksgiving, which is I love it. It's my second favorite uh, uh, holiday because of obviously the food. Yeah. But I mean, what are you gonna do? It uh, wouldn't be my second favorite. It would definitely be like my third favorite because I love uh, Christmas. My problem with Christmas is is I get stressed out, and it's well not yeah. because we have to give presents, but because I have to go eighteen different places. Yeah, actually, it's not, I do it's it all. I do it all six hours new, uh, Christmas Eve. Perfect. Fuck you, man. You know, people just fighting each other and hate each other. And then the next morning, it's like, bless you. And may you have a wonderful That's because Christmas the spirit day. of Jesus. Has, and then has the next day, himself. it's like, you son of a bitch. I've got things to do. Get out of my way. So uh, I love Christmas for that. Well, it's I, just that. I do love Christmas time and Christmas lights and stuff. I don't like Christmas music at all. And I do no. not like Christmas Day at all. But King Diamond, you like no presents for Christmas. Well, of course. That's I I Because it's goofy. Well, yeah. Ah, I can't even hit that note, but he just wouldn't that laugh when you and, hear that uh, laugh. Uh, what else is there? What's what's good call that in three eight five three five one nine two seven three. What are good uh heavy metal? Remember we used Christmas to play a songs. song, The Little Drummer Boy by a band I can't remember. 
boom, they told me a rum-a-bum-boom. I can't oh, remember what God. it was, but it was so, oh gosh, I can't remember. That sounded exactly like him too, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. That was uncanny. <laughs> this episode, actually, get into it, we're talking about a band that I am newly, I barely just found out about them less than a month ago. Right, called Amigo the Devil, and their album, his album. I don't know what you call because it, it's it's one his dude. album. I'm going to say a, it's his album. But he actually, that's not his his Christian name. Amigo the Devil is not his Christian name. No, he actually has. It would be name. rad if his parents named him <laughs> Amigo that. the so Devil. It's like, no, it's right here on my driver's license. Right. Uh, his 2018 album, uh, Everything Is Fine, and we're doing Aramentary, the Blacksmith and the Devil, also. From 2018. And I found this movie on Netflix. I started watching it and I was like, what the shit? How have I not heard about this movie coming out? Whatever. Can I tell you the moment that I think you went, oh, we should do this for the uh, the podcast? Yeah, hit me. Because I feel like I know you pretty good. Uh-huh. In the church, mm-hmm. the priest is standing there amongst his congregation and he goes, and the filthy liberals yes. are trying. And, and you yes. went, uh, let's do this. You movie. know what? Am I that like, am I that like transparent? Because I'm not going to lie. Are you serious? I'm no, right. That, Cause I'm, I went, that's why Mike picked. Well, up. I'm watching it. I'm going, Hey, this is pretty good. Then he said that. And I, and right. I lolled, of course right. I lolled. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, we are doing this. Yeah. This is coming that's, up the next episode. <laughs> I mean, I was eating, I was eating a piece of pizza or something yeah. and I was laying there watching it. And as soon as that priest said, and the filthy liberals, I went, oh, that's why I picked it. <laughs> oh, I'm so transparent, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Got some stuff. Oh, oh but oh. I did have one thing that I want oh, to go, ask go, you. Go, go, and go, this, go. Is, has, this is about the movie. Okay. But it is not, you know, it won't pertain to what you're going to talk about in the okay. movie. Okay. But uh, obviously it is a subtitled movie or it's a overdubbed. Yeah, it was dubbed. And oh well on the Netflix it was overdubbed. Now here is the thing that I don't understand about that. Mm-hmm. How do they do it to where they there you there's no reference to they go, Oh, hello, man. How are you doing? Whatever. Uh-huh. But every clink and tink and twonk and the wind blowing and everything is in there. Oh, and you're how saying do, how do they split that out? How do you split that out? So I have no idea. Because every time he grabbed the shirt or he did anything or, you know, all that. Uh, what do they yeah. call that when people go, well, I use a washboard for this sound. Or yeah, whatever. I don't know if they did that because I know that all those Italian movies, I feel like I don't know this for sure, but I suspect that they do. They just film silently. I don't know. I know they dub it. But yeah, I mean you're right because the because there's like natural things going on, like rocks are falling and yeah, stuff like all that. All of that shit's and there. And right up. I and have all no they've idea. all they've deleted is the you know call it in. How's yeah. that? Call it in three eight five three five one nine two seven three because I have no idea. I really don't. I'd love to talk to a. There's a name for it. What do they call them? A, oh, a shoe yeah, shiner. It's, a, it's something it's, weird. Yeah, like it's a, a uh, D. It's a oh well. I'm gonna Google it because it's like a. Yeah, you're right. There's a, a term name. for yeah. it where they just go, well, the way I make uh, a slapping sound is I take my balls <laughs> and I and I slap them against my asshole. Right, right, right. No, yeah. Or whatever. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. There's a weird name for it. And I'm, I'm, I'm... But I just thought that was curious because you can hear everything that's going yeah, on as if in the movie. Yeah, they're just filming it. And, yeah, but they take... Yeah, I have no idea, man. Yeah. That's a good question. Things uh, that make you go, hmm. So, I got a couple of Corpse Collective premium updates. I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but Hell Knight from 1981, subject of last movie, 235, right. or sorry, last episode, intro by Shane Diablo, is up. Yes. And, and ready to be watched up there. And I am doing an intro for Breeders. Okay. A movie called Breeders from 1986 that will be up this weekend. 
So you'll have two nice little new nugs out there for you. On, Help me uh, out with that, though. I, I, I know that movie, Breeders. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like... The- <laughs> Just give me the two-sentence synopsis. So aliens come down to um, New York City and look for virgins to have sex with and impregnate. That sounds like a five-star movie to it, me. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. It is a five-star movie. I actually thought about doing it on the show, but I found, an, maybe we will eventually, but I found another movie that I really want to see that I've never seen that we're doing for next time. All right. However, we'll save that. We'll save that. Um, anyway, okay, so why don't we do this? I had some other stuff to talk about, but uh, I feel like we've done our due diligence with the uh, with the intro, and I'll maybe I'll, well, I'll save this for next year, actually, because it would be better to talk about before Halloween as opposed to right after Halloween. So you're going to cut and paste that out and say, okay, for episode 335. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll do it because I have a whole list of stuff. And I have like and I have like oh a whole heavens. document. Yeah, I have a whole document with things that are like notes and stuff for future reference. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is, legi- this is a legit operation, Shane. I don't Jesus know if you knew that. Jesus Christ. Just so you know, it's legit. Wow. Uh, okay, so why don't we it's do very this? impressive. Well, I mean, come on. I'm a pretty meticulous guy. You know. All right. Well, I'm just <laughs> I'm just very impressed. No, thank you. Slightly horny. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, what oh, were you I talking you about? Were, I thought you were going to go farther than that. Uh, no, why don't we do this? Why don't we get into the question of the episode that we asked last time and get into some voicemails that uh, people called in. Uh, last week, or sorry, last episode we said, out of the big three slasher franchises, which are Friday the 13th, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and Halloween, which is the worst sequel out of all of them combined. Okay, so you were talking about all of the movies that yes. came out. I was thinking each, each. Well, like you know what? The, whichever the, one, the, whichever one well, you want to do. Because I was like, no, uh, two and and two and two on each one of those movies are great. So you were talking about the entire, yeah, every single one catalog. Because those are probably, I mean, I won't, I, I, I won't give it away. But I mean, it's like two of those are my some of my favorite franchises of all time. Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. But Halloween, you got to put that in there because it's as big and people love that and blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, um, okay, we got it. We got some voicemails here, but I want to say one thing. I, I, I got to publicly apologize to Tony Zoni. Oh, my heavens. He sent in one for last episode, that, but he sends an MP3, so it came to my email, and I forgot to get it for last episode. So he's got it. He sent in a couple, but I just want to say... Sweet son, I apologize. Oh my god. But we're gonna play my, my, we're gonna play both of them. So I mean it'll we'll take care of it. But I just I just feel really bad. And uh yeah, there's that. that. I mean, after he met us, right? how do you even sleep that night? Honey, quit touching me. <laughs> I was with the two greatest fucking podcasters in horror and music ever. No, yeah, you I don't. I Anything don't your body or your mind or your hands could do to me doesn't matter at this point (laughs) oh my goodness i'll tell you what you're right about that but why don't we get into these uh voicemails right now all right you guys we have alan on deck and we'd like also to give a formal welcome to little baby ricky hey oh so here we are he's here finally you know what's good is i also know i was going to save this to the very last one but now i don't have to there is a voicemail that we got directed solely at you, so Uh-oh. I cannot wait to talk about it. <laughs> First up, we've got Alan. Hey, guys. This is Alan. Uh, just calling to answer the question of the last episode. Uh, this one was a tough one. Uh, oh, really? Of the top of the big three, I, I think agree. Halloween has always been my favorite. 
and then Friday the 13th, yeah. and then Nightmare on Elm Street. But I really like them all. Mm-hmm. And to say pick the the worst one or the the, the weakest one, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I liked the Jason Takes Manhattan, so... I love that, too. I know a lot of people probably said that, but I liked it. No. I'm no, going to go with Halloween Resurrection, just because... Oh, that's a good one. Rhymes yeah, Buster Rhymes. Come on, mother I still watch it, but yeah, he's just awful at it. Oh, was, it, right, was it Resurrection or H two O? It had Buster Rhymes. Resurrection, yeah. H two O is with saw uh, it because I was just was like, with yeah. uh, LL Cool J. Oh, gee, even worse. No, he's great because it's funny because he he's licks a, his lips at he, Michael he Myers licks his lips. and he's like, dude, I gotta stab your lips off. The thing, the best thing about that is, is he's a security guard for this like really like upscale school and stuff like that, but he writes like dirty novels like while he's working and he calls him over to his girlfriend. His girl, I. I I find that and he's very licking funny. his ass lips all the whole time, right? His ass lips? Yeah, those big old ass lips he's got. He's <laughs> I like, mean, yeah, I've baby, never, check this out. I've never seen his ass lips. Sorry, I had something in my teeth. I had to get that out because it was really bothering me. Oh my gosh! All right, but this one, since it's in alphabetical order, right? this one is the one that was for little baby Ricky. Oh. Ricky, I don't want you to say a GD word okay. until it ends, okay. and until I get to talk. Okay. Okay. What? Here's right. just Julia. Hope this is the bone phone, because this is just Julia. Yay. Hey, Mike. Hey, Shane. Hey, Lord, it's Cracker. I'm listening <laughs> That's to episode racist. 235, and I'm losing my mind by the end. Oh, dear. Mike, Shane, please pour some respect into the noggin of the young Padawan, mm-hmm. Ritzy, who's sitting there. Four words for you, folks. Respect the Linda Blair. I am looking I at him shaking my head. I don't right want now. to hear about Chuck. Shame on you, Ritzy. Is he three? Is this young man three? Yeah, he's he has three. No idea. Yeah, he is. Respect the Linda Blair. That was it. Dude. Now, now, wait, 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 wait. I want to give just Julia. I totally agree, Julia. He is a toddler, in essence. He's that's why we call him Little Baby Ricky, of course. But. I want to stand up for him in one small way. He was born in like 2007 or what, 1985 When were you or born? 1985. Yeah, exactly. Great year, by the way. The thing is, is I feel like the breadth of her work, Linda Blair's work, is so great. And she grew up, she was very young and this, still had a little bit of baby fat, which I... Now that she's legal, I find very hey, attractive. Take it easy, man. No, it's very Baby fat. It's Jesus. very attractive. But the thing is, is he's never seen Savage Streets. Have you? Have you seen Savage Streets? Maybe. No, I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say She's wearing no. leather in that. The problem is, what about is, those prison movies? Right, Chained Heat. And Savage Streets, the one where it's like her and her sister wandering around. Are you going to talk into the microphone so we can oh, hear yeah, you? Yeah. Or yeah. You Savage gonna... Streets, the one where her and her sister were like wandering around the streets or something. I mean, running from gangs, and they're like, yeah, yeah. but I feel like appear and then the titty shot when she's taking a bath. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we did watch it mm-hmm. on the show. Here's what I'm going to say: I want to give him a little bit of leeway, but also understand that he's kind of uh, mentally challenged. <laughs> but anyway, that's all. I'm trying. I got your back a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're totally. I don't agree with many things. You mentally say, challenged. And this is not what. Well, he thinks it. But was I disrespecting her? I mean, I don't even know who she is. See, I feel like. Yeah, I yeah, feel that's, like I don't. 
Well, that's why. If you know who she is, you would never have said those words. What did yeah. I say about her, though? I don't See, remember. I don't remember either, but I'm just glad no no smoke is coming down on me. Well, I apologize. No, I, I do remember one thing. I remember saying that she had, like, great tits in that uh, dress, and he was like, oh, they're chunky. I'm like, you chunky, son of a bitch. Chunky's beautiful, Ritzy. Don't, I agree. Don't, yeah, I didn't, don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say that. No, I feel like you said exactly what I just said. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Well, I apologize. To all the people. You don't got to apologize. There. Just Julie doesn't need her pound of flesh. She's joking around. But come on. She's Ju- sh- Julie, next time you call in, tell me what one movie I should watch of hers, and I will. Ooh, call it in. 3853519273. I like that. I like that. Say Chade Heat. Just yeah. <laughs> say Chade Heat, Julia. Let her decide. Man, maybe we should watch do that for the show coming up. Anyway, I've got I've got our next episode already planned out. Anyway, we got uh, Redbeard on the uh, on the bone phone. I feel like I have a problem oh. with this because you know how they call in and I can kind of I don't listen to them, but every it. once in a while I'll kind of read the tra- and I'm just like, oh dear. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this goes. Hey, it's your buddy Redbeard here calling in. Uh, I'll keep this one short and sweet. I think out of all the franchise series that went on, uh, the absolute. Worst one was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street number two. Oh, okay. The, no, never mind. It wasn't you. The teacher that's into the whole BDSM thing and <laughs> Freddy's yeah, arms I'm get really, really long at a sequel. pool party. Uh, yeah, I think that one was a uh, pretty shitty. That guy cleaning <laughs> his room? That's it. Also, a name you could probably call your new place is The Butt Hut. No, yeah. we're not calling it that. No, we're not calling it that. How about the the giant? No, we got it. What, what, oh shoot! Did what it, was it called? The rec room, it? the W R E C K room. Just Julie already named it. Oh. The rec room. The rec room. I like that. What is it? And we are down in the rec room. Or yeah, okay, and love hate, re- and we're the wrecking or, crew. Yeah, I feel like go. isn't that like an already like a name yeah. for a morning show here? Probably uh, WNP, the uh, Wrecking Crew. Uh, <laughs> here and at least 40 other cities. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right, right. And 40 other podcasts. It's a Wrecking Crew, guys. We're talking no, about this is already wrestling. this is already named the Wreck Room. It's been named. So we don't need any of your- How uh, great would it be if I could get if I could get Bobby the Blitz from Overkill to do a, this is Bobby Blitz from Overkill and you are listening to the Wrecking Room. That would be amazing. Or the corpse cast. Well, do and the it. guys. Yeah, I'd have to. No, he's well. He's uh, not going we'll, to listen. We'll to workshop me. it a little bit. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let's oh workshop. My gosh, we that. will work on it. <laughs> let's workshop. We will work on it. How's that? Because I feel like I did a pretty good Bobby Blitz there. Maybe we could just lie and go. <laughs> singer for go. Overkill that did that for us. We so, just bring in celebrity guests on all the time. You just do the impression. So we've <laughs> got you just put yeah. You just put a little Overkill behind it. They go, dude, that's fucking Bobby Blitz. He says, I listen to the Corpse Cast every Friday night. Well, that'd be weird because he'd run out every other week. Except weekend. for when I'm playing concerts. Yeah, okay. And then I listen exactly the minute I get off stage. <laughs> if someone calls us on it, we'll just say, oh, he recorded it earlier in the day. Right, good point. Ricky, you got some good ideas. <laughs> All right, we got four left. Two of them are Tony Zoni. One was the one I missed from last time, but I'm going to save those for last. I feel like the two other ones we have are bagging on one of my favorite sequels of 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 all of, of all time. Well, no, you know the the answer to the question of the episode, okay, which is the worst. But hey, we're gonna go ahead and go with Tom real quick. Here he is. 
Hey, this is Tom calling in about the question of the episode, which is the uh, worst of uh, the three original slashes. Who has the worst sequels? I gotta go Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, Jason goes to hell. Uh, that was that was one? good. Uh, Jason, yeah, Jason X and <sighs> uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, pretty. Steep. Those just nah. I can't side with those. Wow, and, uh, Tommy the Cap. I like him. In terms of what's it called a uh, baby metal. It sounds like somebody decided to nightcore or speed up the, uh, like some metal song. I got something to say about this. does not work. Even my weeb trash friends are like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's, my- it's, it's something you got to wrap your brains around. Listen, he taught me a word. He called Tommy the Cat. Tommy, call Tommy the Cat. Every week, Tommy the Cat. He, he taught me a word named nightcore. And I'm like, oh, cool. What is this, nightcore? It seems like it might be some, like, weird... Like, now it's not that show that has uh, that's that night magician uh, might night court and that oh, that's that, different uh, that lawyer that totally had different. the beautiful breasts. Oh yeah, uh, Marky uh, Marky, Marky Post. Post. Oh yes. my heavens! I watched that show just going. <laughs> He's going to do magic tricks. I'm going to go masturbate in my room. Even though her. she had a mullet, which is very weird. Fine, but you know what? You know what night court is? They did a uh, oh shoot, what was I listening to? They did a uh, oh they did it. John LaRocquette. All they no no no. All they do in night core, not night oh, court, right. is they speed it up. Like uh, I was on an Alice Cooper kick t- this week, and I'm listening to "They Might as Well Be on Mars" from the 1990 hit album "Hey Stupid," and all it is is they speed it up a little bit, so right. it's just faster and the voice is higher and blah blah. blah. But that's all it is. That's night, interesting. Night it's just. But he was saying that's what baby metal sounded like. But nightcore is not like a real genre. It's just assholes speeding up music. So they just take actual songs that are already made and then s- speed them up? I'm not going to lie to you. I loved singing Might As Well Be On Mars nightcore style because it was... It How was, does it... Does it really change it enough to make it different? No, it's exactly the same except for it's sped huh. up. Just a little faster. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the there's way like you nothing added. It's different. Hell like yeah. If you were to play them back because to back, like, you'd be like, what the hell? Well, I, here's, here's what happened. I listened to the nightcore version. And then I listened to the regular one, and the regular one seemed like it was going, yeah, I'm on the move, I'm You know, it's busy people. It's like, man, I need a Wall Street, motherfucker. Buy, sell, buy, sell. I need to hear fucking Allison Chains, Man in the Box, and I need to hear it right now. I'm the man in the box. I'm the man in the box. It's like, that's right, motherfucker. Great for cocaine. So here's the thing. The next caller knows who I am. I can't quite recognize the voice, but he's from Salt Lake because I got his... You can see their numbers. So, caller... Jesus, what caller, are you? Some kind of creepy fucking... No, on Google, on Google eye? Voice, on Google Voice, they, you see their numbers. Oh, or 385, I or can't remember which one. Or 435. Yeah. But the thing is, is I, he says, hi, Mike, in this... Because I listened to it trying to figure out who it was to try to label it, but I don't know who it is. So, mysterious caller... Call back in. Oh, he's like, uh, what was that? What was that comedian that uh, had the bag on his head? Bag back head? in the day. What? Remember the no. unknown comic? Remember oh him? yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah, back yeah, yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. So he's the, he's unknown, the unknown caller. caller. Yes, oh, and here he is. I like that. Calling in about your uh, sequel question. Um, out of the main three, Friday, Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Easily the worst sequel out of all three of them. 
that Jason X space one. Yeah. That was on. one of the most horrid pieces of shit that I've ever seen wow. in my whole life. Wow. Yeah. That's vitriol the other two, behind it. I don't think... I like the only thing that, about Nightmare on Elm Street that I could say sucked was the remake with Fishboy. Mm. And... Ah, okay. Yeah, but Jason X is easily the winner. Wow. Bye, Mike. All right, so I don't know who that was because they didn't leave their name. And I didn't do it. he said, bye, Mike. Well, I know. Like I'm, he I'm said sure like, I know. Ha, bye, Mike. And like me and Shane were just two pieces of shit over yeah. here. Yeah. I'll well, see you in hell, Well, let's be real. Mike. That's true. That's true. Sure it is. Look at us. We're <laughs> two lumps a, of maybe shit. Maybe he's got a crush on you, Mike. No, in fact, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's gay and who tried to kiss me on Halloween. Why is that? Why is that? No, important? I'm gonna. I'm about to tell you. Oh. I'm about to tell you. And he was sucking your dick. No, and, he was like he. And then gave he me, tried to kiss you after. Oh my Gross. gosh! Can I tell Ugh. this story? He was like, I gave him a hug, and he's like, now kiss, kiss me on the lips. So I'm like, no. He goes, you're homophobic, and I go, I ain't scared of you. You gave him a kiss on the lips. No, I did not. He just put his balls in his mouth. What kind of a fucking friend are you if you're not going to give the guy a kiss on the fucking lips if he's asking Have I for kissed it? you on the lips? Do you know what John 5 did for Marilyn Manson? What, he took those he took those extra ribs and put it up his butt? No, John 5 checked out Marilyn Manson's asshole for a hemorrhoid. And he found <laughs> that's one. Not, it's, that's medical. It's true. That's medical. That's not gay. I know. I saw your video. No, it's just a... You did a video. No. Will you check you out my... You I, it. I, I put that on the cadaver, uh, the, the the corpse cast uh, Facebook group. And I just stated... I saw something. John 5 checked out Marilyn Manson's asshole and found a hemorrhoid. Let it's me true. Talk, let me talk about Jason X for a minute. Has a, it, has, it has two of the best kills. One's a redo. So the first one is when he grabs that girl, puts her face in the nitrous or yeah, whatever that is, great. and then smashes it and then throws her away. That is amazing. Yeah. The second one, there's a callback to when he got the girl in a sleeping bag, and not only did he beat her friend on the ground who was in another sleeping bag, yeah. he decided to take a Bash swing the against the tree. Yeah. That That's is great. great. And the thing is, I get it. It's silly. It's cheesy. Right. But it's, it's also the be. 10th. It's also the ninth sequel to Friday the 13th. Get in on it. That's an amazing movie. You know I what they're it. gonna do in the two in the in the the next two thousands that are coming up. They're gonna take fifteen movies and they're gonna and you're gonna go. This is masterful beauty. I hope they've so. done. Whoever it is, whatever it is, they're gonna go. No, it's not going to space. It's not going to the hillbilly woods. It's gonna be a a magnificent. It's like a Shakespeare play. Well, of course. And what about that ripped Jason? I mean, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, like uh, Uber Jason. Yeah. Grum, grum, grum. You know what's funny is I just watched uh, the documentary To Hell and Back, the Kane Hodder story. Effing heartbreaking, dude. Oh, my gosh. It is so good. It's on Amazon right now. Really? Yeah, Prime. So it's free. What's it about? I it's, love it's, that. It's son a documentary of a bitch. about Kane Hodder and his life and how he got the burns and all this stuff. Yeah. Dude, it's, oh, my. I didn't know. I didn't know how he got the burns, all this stuff. I didn't. There was so much I didn't know about it, but he's also. And for him to be a fucking loving dude that's like, hey, I'm going to strangle you and take a picture with you. And that's what, yeah. yeah. There was that talk yeah. about that quite a bit, actually. Too. Oh, that's. I'm going to watch that. Oh, it's great. It's on Amazon Prime for free. Or if, I mean, if you have Amazon. What's it called? To Hell and Back, Kane Hodder Story. Yeah. Or something like similar. Just search To Hell and Back. Anyway, so we got, but by the way, come on, guys. Jason X, F you. Anyway. All right. Haters. 
Tony Zoni, we get, we're going to finish off the night with Tony Zoni and his two ones. Here's the one that I effed up, and I apologize. You missed it, but I apologize to him for this one. But here it is. Hey, Mike and Shane and little baby Ritzy, this is Tony out in Arizona. First, let me say thank you, thank you so much for letting me hang out with you Shut guys up. and be Thanks on the for show coming last over. time. Sorry I, I missed I really you. enjoyed it and had a blast. I liked getting to meet you guys in person and hang out and actually have real conversations with you. We're nice. So if I lived there, I tell you what, I'd be bugging you guys to let me on the show. Uh, We'd kick baby Ricky regular. out immediately. <laughs> <He> totally <laughs> would. <laughs> I know. Let's talk. Oh, and before I forget, I wanted to say also that it was a real pleasure to meet Jen. I thought she was super nice and super sweet. Yeah, she's all right. Uh, so I wanted to give her a little bit of a shout out. <laughs> so let's talk about the question of the episode, which has to do loosely kind of with Halloween traditions. And what I'm going to do is all. Go outside the rules here a little bit. Which yeah, I make up you your own rules. About, yeah. And talk about maybe some of the things that I kind of miss from when I was a kid and when we would go out trick-or-treating and dressing up and things like that. My mom was pretty yeah. good with a needle and thread. And so when I was really little, she made several of my costumes homemade. And they actually turned out pretty cool. I, uh, one of them was a little devil thing. And I had a little pitchfork that my dad had made. Uh, made me a little wooden pitchfork. That's awesome. And she had made I me a little cap with horns and put wires in them. You know what's great? I paused him. But My you know what's daddy great? made me a little pitchfork? Listen. How sweet you know is what's that? So it's great like, too? oh, my heavens. Do you know what's so great, too, is my baby mama, she, like, handcrafts. She made a little wood no, for, pitchfork, No, too? She, she, like, every single year, she'll spend months and months creating this Halloween costume. And they always look so, especially for my oldest daughter. And the daughter. kids now go, but that's not popular now no 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 no. so after three months of your hard work i want to be something that's popular now well my kids aren't assholes but anyway no it's it's a lot of work and blood and sweat and tears just like that uh song by that band that i hate that i can't remember right now it's like someone going i want mom i want to be raggedy ann (laughs) and then you go to school and everyone's like that is I hope no one comes to school being raggedy Ann because that's lame. <laughs> no, it's like, no. That's a, that's a, a huge investment. Costume. That's a the huge horns, investment. The horn stood up, and then I actually had a little devil tail. That's awesome. That again, she had sewn wire into, and so the the tail would waggle around Jesus. and stuff. So uh, I kind of miss the days of of that, and the days of maybe when people sort of put more effort into making their costume as opposed mm-hmm. to just. Buying something kind of off the shelf. Together. I agree. Uh, I don't dress up. Stuff off the shelf is pretty good, but stuff. there was a lot of fun in doing that kind of stuff. I also miss a little bit of being able to sort of go out on your own without parental supervision. True. When I was a little boy, we lived in really small towns, and a lot of times what that meant is Everyone if you didn't raped. have an older brother or sister, you would get sort of assigned to a kid an older kid that you know you knew them because they were all neighborhood kids and that kid would watch it well that kid was only maybe 12 or 13 years old but at the time you know you were five or six and you would hang out with them and even then after you did a few rounds and stuff a lot of times you would split off uh, again because these were small towns and you knew the lay of the land and all that stuff and it was relatively safe of course you can't really do that today (laughs) i I miss the old times I miss some of the innocence of being able to do that, and maybe that is a little bit of part and parcel of living in a small town as opposed to living in a big city. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Big so, city. Anyway, hope I didn't stray too far from the path. Oh, of course and again, not. thanks for letting me hang out with you guys, and that I was awesome will when he came over. talk to you next time. Big kid.
Oh, he said big kiss. I cut him off too soon, but he said big. Oh, I'm gonna big I'm, kisses. I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna finish it off. Hold <laughs> Jesus, on. sorry. Big hey, kisses, Mike. and I will talk to you next time. Big kisses for everybody. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Three kisses. Man, am I glad that we did that? <laughs> Do you know that's how I kiss my mother every time I see her? Three kisses. Do you know what's funny? Love so you, mom. I grew up in Farmington, right? And the area that we grew up in, it's a very Mormon area. So our neighborhood, everybody knew each other because 99% of all of us were Mormons. And then even outside my area, they and they were in what's called a ward, which is just like a church group. And even outside it, they were in our stake. So we knew everybody. We knew everybody for as far as we could walk. As far as the eye could see. And it's like, so we would go and do so much trick-or-treating. And we would minute. know everybody and nobody was ever worried about like stranger stuff like that. Yeah. And I feel like that, I mean, we Farmington's a, a little town. I mean, it's a suburb. It's not like a small town, like in the middle of nowhere or whatever, but it's a suburb. It's not what it used to be. It's huge. It's a lot bigger now than it was when but I was there. How far, how high up was your father? Because if they see, they see old Mikey, <laughs> like Mikey cadaver on... coming down the road, they go, Double candy bars for this guy. No, it's not like that. Let's make sure he's a happy guy. Bring out the good stuff. But let me put it this way. I feel like just having that, just knowing everybody for as 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 far as, I mean, I I couldn't, I knew everybody in my walking street to street distance. And I feel like that was kind of a a community that is very, I don't know if it was, if it's odd, but it doesn't happen now. Yeah. Well, we also, we also mm, live totally in Salt Lake. Totally different times now. Well, it's also Salt Lake. Well, everyone's so scared of stuff now. No, it's stupid. I agree with that. We're all so scared of shit because I grew up in that time. My mom was smoking a J. She's like, hey, just fucking come back when the, you know, when it's. We used to go till nine o'clock, nine thirty. My kids, we take them out and we were walking up and down all these streets, which is really great. But I mean, they're ten and eleven. Yeah. When I was ten and eleven, we were going by Out. ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Same. You know? like, so there's, there's, like, there's like seven of them. My mom's like, you get a seven slap. boys. What, what's going to happen to them? Exactly. Yeah. You get well, a slap in the mouth. One or going. two might get molested, but the right. other five are going to be free, and that's a decent percentage. <laughs> I'll take those odds. <laughs> All right. I can remember uh, my mom made a costume for me. It wasn't even for Halloween. It was a Peter Pan outfit. I just wanted one, and she just made it for me. I just wore it around the house. Wow. Ricky, that you know what? That doesn't surprise me in the least at all. So that's interesting. You know what? The, well, worst, the worst Halloween I ever had is I went is, is well, it, well, let me tell you, sir. It was, I was Frankenstein's monster, right? And my mom made me these cardboard, like, shoes around my church shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So, but it was hard to run in them. And my sister was kicking my ass because I couldn't run in these very fast. <laughs> she was going, and she was, ta- right. she was taunting me. So I took those off. Pulled out my shoes, put my shoes on, and all of a sudden I could haul ass. And I'm just doing this. I remember one time, and this is probably the second worst thing I ever done, is we were running, and she was running to the next one, and I pushed her over. Oh, she did geez. like a whole. I mean, I was a kid. She yeah, was I know. A couple I know. Of, Splayed out the candy. Yeah, it, it was like a yard sale of candy. Oh no! I could even remember it was at the Corbin's house on the corner up in Farmington, and I felt so good about myself. I had I was like four houses ahead of her when she Take finally. That. I was such a dick. Did you scoop? Well, the only thing that would make you worse, Dick, is did you, you scoop up some of the candy <laughs> that <laughs> oh, no. you spilled out? Oh, like, no, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Come on. Eating I'm not, right I'm not, like, oh, I'm not no, a monster. She just, she's bleeding in the face, so that's good <laughs> I'm not me. a monster. Come on, guys. Anyway, we got one more from Tony Zoni. Here he is. Oh, hey, Mike and Shane and oh, little baby Ritzy. This Hey-o. is Tony in Arizona. 
a real quick thing for you guys on the question of the episode. But before I do that, I hope you guys had an awesome Halloween. Ours it was, was great. pretty fun. It was a little bit slower in our neighborhood than it has been the last couple of years, although it has been on a decline. And on our street, at least the people around us still participate, so that's pretty cool. In fact, our neighbor did a, a little bit of a outdoor kind of barbecue thing with hot dogs and Oh, stuff, you so love that, that cool. stuff, so, man. Anyway, getting back to question that of the right. episode. Hope it was spooky hot dogs. <laughs> of the kind of the three major franchises, which one had the worst sequel? And I'll do it a little bit different and say I'll, I'll look at each individual franchise kind of as a whole and give my vote for the one that I thought sort of strayed from the path a little, or maybe, maybe that's not the right thing to say. Maybe just went a different direction. And for me, that's going to be Nightmare on Elm Street. I mm. thought the the first movie, the first installment, and not the remake, but the original, was a really good idea. It was very clever and very innovative, innovative Excuse me, with a lot of stuff that they did. However, as the series went on, it became more and more camp. No, yeah. Less and less Comedy. sort of about horror or, or kind of true scares or, or it's your really big making you break. Kind of feel creeped out and it became more about the comedy. So that's the, for me, that's the one that I would pick just as a series as a whole. I know the others had some element of camp and stuff to it as well, but I thought that uh, nightmare on Elm street sort of uh, really kind of embraced that direction and kind of went down that path. And for me, it kind of made the movies a little less, especially if you compare it to the original. So, anyway, I will talk to you guys next time. Big kisses so. for everybody. Mwah, 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 mwah. How amazing is it to get that, like, kissed three two times. times, three times, two times, one for each of us, in the span of, like, five minutes? Yeah. It's been great. Tony Zoni from Arizona. <laughs> well, that's why we call him Zoni in the first oh. place. <laughs> oh, all right. Three kisses. Arizona zone. Three kisses. So what do you guys think? Your what's your what's your answer? Hole. What's your answer to the question? Uh, so I couldn't really think of one from the main three, like that we we're talking about. I never was a huge fan of Michael Myers. Like I've seen some here and there. Do you but... know what's funny is I'm kind of with you, and I know this is blasphemy a bit, but that's probably my least favorite out of those three. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like I always thought I love Jason so much. I was like, who's this absolutely? Guy? Um, but so I decided to go with another. Big one was uh, Chucky. Always okay. been a huge fan right. of. I could not stand. I hated it so much. Was the seat of Chucky? I yeah, the, that was the rough. kid was annoying was throughout the whole thing. I could oh, barely yeah, make it through. The, even the Bride of Chucky, I, I was still okay with it because it was Chucky. I love Bride of Chucky, um, but the seed one, it was just like this is crap. I agree. I well, Complete I garbage. don't think I hated it as much as you, but I agree with you. That was bad. That was bad. Well, you know what? This is a great example of how you can bend the rules because we don't care. Good job, Ricky. You set an example for well all of our done. listeners. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I didn't even think about the question. Oh. Uh, I, but until now, I am going, I do have to agree that uh, what Zoni said about uh, the the Nightmare on Elm Street, the that final movie when it was 3D or whatever, and it's oh, like yeah. his head, I was there in the theater with the 3D glasses and his with head those went, sperms like and it blew off into your face. You're like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it's, it really ran off, went off the rails. Yeah. So I I guess I would have to say Freddy Krueger and the Cruise. If anybody gives shit to Jason X, they're dumb. 
If anybody, so, I mean, not really. You're not yeah. done. That was that was get a little. Teach their own. But here's the thing: the very absolute worst out of all of these, and it's from uh, Halloween series. And, it's, and this is and this is not even resurrection because I could find something to enjoy in that. At least it was fun. The absolute worst sequel of Halloween was Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers, 1995, stars Paul Rudd. Really? Paul yeah. Rudd? Yeah. Introduced the cult of Thorn. Really messed with the mythos, stuff like that. But the bottom line is that was a terrible movie, and I hate every second of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, see, and I haven't seen a Halloween oh movie gosh. after uh, that little girl that they went, oh, don't you know? That's Michael Myers' niece. Right. You know, what's funny is the new one completely gets rid of all of that history, and it goes in straight yeah. from number one to that one. Anyway. It goes from number one to this new one? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. They skip the rest of them. Question for next episode. How's the, how about this one? What is the most satisfying death you've ever seen in a horror movie? Maybe there's one where someone had a coming, you hated a character, and they got offed, stuff like that. They got off. Just somebody. <laughs> what is the what is basically your favorite or the most like satisfying? How about that? 385-351-9273. 385-351-9273. Shane, what do we got going on? Let's get into Amigo the Devil. Are we going to play a song? Which one? Uh, you pick this band. What do oh. you think? I, I've got a pick. What do you, no, you you pick it. Uh, if I'm crazy, I would say All that. Right, but let's do that. That's fine. What do you think? What, what would my, be your pick? My favorite song, that's a good one. I do love uh, the Jonestown one, and I do love Cocaine and Abel. So I, like co- and I like Cocaine and Abel. That one's the, uh, kind of a darker one, I think. Yeah. But um, the, the one, Everyone Gets Left Behind, is one of my favorites. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a great song. Anyway, yeah. so we'll, we'll play... Which well, one? let's do a let's do a thumbsy. Uh, let's do one of those uh, rock paper hurry, scissors. I gotta pee. Here we go. Do that. Rock paper scissors. No, no, or even. And the on the person who is the opposite, we're cha- we're choosing theirs. Okay, or even. One, one, two, two three. three. Oh, I, I thought we yeah. yeah okay. I don't know what we're doing. On one, two, three, shoot. One, one two, three. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> one, one, two, three. Oh my gosh. One, one two, two, three. What was your song again? <laughs> I'm crazy. Because if I'm crazy. That's what we're doing. And we'll be right back to talk about it. (laughs) Don't act surprised if I disappoint you. The poison we both have inside is the same Though we pretend, I know that we both knew There's no prize at the end of this game I gave up the ghost a long time ago It still haunts me I'm a goddamn mess for you to clean up But I like it And your dream turned into a nightmare When I crawled inside it and the whole world thinks I'm insane And it might be true But if I'm crazy I'm crazy for you We live in a castle made out of sand I stood there and wondered how much you can stand Both of us float in the same kind of dark But I was the storm and you were always the ark You've already heard everything that I've said I'm a man of my word and that word is regret 
bite my lip when I bite the glass Tell everyone in the room that I'm fine It hurt for the first few times But at last I've learned to love a little blood in my wine I'm a goddamn mess for you to clean up But I like it And your dream turned into a nightmare When I crawled inside it And the whole world thinks I'm insane And it might be true But if I'm crazy Oh, if I'm crazy If I'm Danny Kay is a big man with an even bigger heart and a slightly psychotic look in his eye. They <laughs> call it murder folk. Hmm, that makes sense. But he just calls it songs about fucked up shit. Oh. And Language. Ed Gein. Banjos, acoustic guitars, and an outlaw sound with a twist of demented sideshow circus. That like a lot of old 70s style country music leaves you thinking about what you did wrong, sir. And what you may have done differently as you bury her or bury her body in the backyard with a with whiskey on your breath and dare I say a tear in your eye. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into Amigo the Devil. Like him on Facebook, official Bandcamp, AmigoTheDevil.Bandcamp.com, official Twitter, at AmigoTheDevil, official Instagram, at AmigoTheDevil. Do you hear how saucy my... Yeah, yeah like, you got some yeah, stuff going on up already. It's, it's like I got a mouthful of so cum is it like your friend, oh, gross. your friend the devil? Is that what Amigo the Devil's? Yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean in... Tra- um, if you just translate it, like in, your friend the devil? Yeah, your I, friend. Uh, yeah, because that's Spanish. Your pal the devil? Because they, he's... T- uh, <laughs> official website, AmigoTheDevil.com. 
Everything is Fine is the album we are talking about today. It is the second full-length album. Ah, wait a minute. Hold on. No, on Spotify, it would be considered the second full-length album. But if you go to the Bandcamp, um, the first album would be three EPs that he put out. And they put them together called Volume 1. Right. Released October 18, 2018, 15 tracks, 51 minutes, 10 seconds, produced by Seth Manchester and Amigo the Devil. Independently, get on it, get on it. Independently released. I love the sound of that. Of course. On Regime Music Group. Michael, I know you're excited to talk about it. You're over there just going, <laughs> hey, what? Is that what I'm saying? You're like going, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey. No, no, because you can't do that because there's a band named Diamonds or Die that used to have a, a chop that they How took out I, of the whole song. Uh, what was that? Uh, the Wolf Man hey, versus yeah, yeah. the Amigo the Devil. No. I can't remember what do you think of Amigo the Devil? Dear sir, I'm asking you now. All right, here's the thing. So I barely learned about him probably... I would say it's about four weeks ago, right? Before this new album came out. And I'm not... No, and here's how I found it, to be honest with you. On Spotify, I've been listening to a lot of... Uh, oh, my gosh. I cannot believe... Harley Poe? Harley Poe. Oh, how did I forget? I've been listening to a lot of Harley Poe. And let me tell you something about Harley Poe. He's a very... Like, his first couple albums, like... like well, no, that's not true. His first... I feel like the first three albums are kind of horry. And then I feel like there's something happened in his life... And then he put out a couple of albums that were very introspective and emotional, stuff like that. Anyhow, <clears throat> and I've talked to him about that, too, because he went through a lot of the same shit that I've gone through. You've talked to Harley, Harley Poe well, about it? Well, yeah. You know, Why doesn't Joe, he call into this fucking podcast, well, because I'm not, Because I'm not trying to get him to call in. I mean, I was. it was like it, he was going through some of the... Well, his music was talking about how he went through the same shit that I was going through at the time. So I just I hit him up, and I'm like, hey, man, listen. This song in particular really meant a lot to me. I really appreciate it. I'm, I realize I'm a piece of shit, but blah, blah, blah. That's sweet of an artist to do that. Oh, no, he they, did it. They, Joe Whiteford. When they read it and go, bro, I'm going to get back to you. Yeah. And so, you know, and it was, and it, I mean, it was weird in a weird way. This is a couple of years ago, but it was very, it was very meaningful. Anyway, so I'm listening to Harley Poe and on the side, you know, where it says other things or whatever, this murder folk playlist came up, right? And uh, Amigo the Devil was one of the people that were on that. And I'm like, I feel like I've heard of him. I'm not sure where or how I have. But I went and, and kind of went to his page, started listening to some of his stuff. And this is before this album even came out. I mean, this is like a month ago. So he had the three EPs. Yeah, which is weird. That was a little bit confusing because uh, he had the volume one. But he also re re-recorded a few of those songs for this album. Yeah, yeah with a band. Yeah. And, and it's a little bit different because I feel like his older stuff was a little bit more raw and stuff. Like, and he's got a song called Perfect Wife, which was amazing. It was probably my favorite song of his. It's not on this album. Well, I'm not. I take it back because Sing uh, it for us. cocaine and it goes. Yeah. She found my cocaine. Dig it, dig it, dig it. And I killed her and put her in the bathtub. And then I, you know, whatever. Listen, that's just not part like, of that song. No, it's part of Perfect Wife. Oh. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. So. I'm and I'm gonna go ahead and lay it out for everybody. I'm not typically a lyric guy, like when I listen to music stuff like that, because sometimes they don't mean a lot to me, um, and a lot of times I can't understand them because I'm a metal guy. I'm not. A, I'm not into words. 
Well, no, you know what I'm saying. You can't listen to. I'm not you, what you call a reader. You can't. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, but this, but but acoustic music lends you that. Well, no, and that's because, that, that's right, Harley Poe, right, right. and like, that's also Amigo da, the Devil. Da, 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 when you're, it's like that's what it you're forces you to. to get and I it. feel like Amigo the Devil has some very. I'm like, loving you, by the way. I'm you're, gonna. You're I'm gonna, terrible. I'm gonna put you in the you're, goddamn headlock, and damn, I'm gonna beat your ass. You're you're terrible, but I love it. Anywho, anyway, Amigo the Devil. Talks about he, he. I feel like I mean his music is beautiful. His yeah. music is very emotional, and it touches me in a totally way. Uh, I was going to say gay way, but I won't say that because that's not very PC. Well, in a platonic way. In a platonic way that I might sexually platonic. Sexually platonic. I feel like that's perfect. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is I mean I'm listening to Cocaine and Abel for the first time, and I'm like almost coming to tears because it's like. It was pull, it was pulling in my uh, strings as well, well my but, waterworks. But the thing is, is it's I'm like I said, I don't usually li- like lean on lyrics a lot in songs. But the thing is, is I'm listening to this and I'm like, man, it just made me think. I, I mean, this is so stupid. I'm being so stupid. No, 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 no. You're, but the you're, thing you're is, you're being true here because let me let me. Yeah, but I don't to, I don't yeah. want to like tell everybody this stuff that I have emotions. No. Listen, they don't need to know that. What. Everyone's emotions. That's what yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm human trying to being, be a big, emotions. strong man and not let anybody know I have emotions. Yeah, but I listen to Cocaine and Abel, and I'm listening to them. And I can relate to so much of it that it's really, I'm having like a hard time digesting it without mm-hmm. getting a little bit, you know, emotional. Emotional. Yeah, the album really starts you off like, whoa, kind of hits you hard. Yeah. It kind of, you know, it has a different kind of roller coaster throughout the album, but that one really, same with me, hit me hard. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, yeah. Makes you, it's introspective. It makes right. you think about it was like, things. Am, like, am I starting to tear up a little bit? What is this? Yeah. What is this? Exactly. <laughs> am I leaking? You know, what's funny is I got this. I sent it to my ex-wife because, you know, I love her so much, and she's smart because she like divorced me but she's still a very smart but she's yeah. a wonderful lady and she has she's a great mother to my kids i sent that to her because i wanted her to experience it and stuff like that and i also sent it to jenny and i'm just like listen this is this Wait, is my did summer. you send it to jenny second or no i sent it on the same one actually <laughs> oh just like you can share it to two people at the same time and it sends it off and, and then they, they started chatting so about no it. no yeah, it's, not, like, it's not it was like, like a group, group chat it wasn't like, a group <laughs> chat you're like fucking julio iglesias <laughs> no. there to all the girls no. i've loved before no it wasn't it wasn't Mike's a group trying chat. to get a it's three-way. separately it separately sent them to different people <laughs> But anyway, so I'm listening to that, and I, and like I said, I'd been listening to some of his old stuff before, which is kind of mad, which is kind of crazy a little bit, like Perfect Wife, and, and a couple of these other songs. I'll have to check that one. Hell and You is a yeah is a nut song, you know. It, it's I love the shitty things, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it, re- it reminds me of past times, past people. I mean, I'm not gonna name names, but it's like. The, a well, lot you of can this, if you want. It's a podcast. I'm not so going to all no, night I'm, to you. No, know, I'm not going to do. This it. reminds me. I'm of not going to do. We can, Cindy we can edit it in post. Means, it's all right. Uh, Nobody's editing. We'll edit it in post. Nobody's it's fine. editing this Evan podcast. Mick, uh, Dirty. This me. This reminds me of. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. I feel like Amigo the Devil is beautiful and filthy at the same time. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because Murder folk. Well, but here's I've never the thing. heard that in my life. I had yeah, neither. neither I had neither till till I started getting into this. But the thing is is I feel like his lyrics are so poignant in some songs and other songs. Like there's one song on this album Hope Your Husband Dies. That really bugs me. <laughs> and it's that one exactly. <laughs> really? Yes. Well because I'm like he's like I'm not jealous but I hope your husband dies. 
I'm like, you must. <laughs> but the thing is, is he's it's he's kind of on a different level than than like that the the surface level. So I wonder if this song isn't about straight up. I hope your husband dies, and he's gonna do this. It's about love. Well, it's about love, but maybe it's about stalking. Maybe it's about no. Being it's creepy. about it's about I loving don't a woman that that we have spent years together, and even maybe before she you has met no that idea. son he of still a has bitch. A thing. And I love you so much. Here's but the you thing: that piece the song of shit. that we so played. If my if I'm crazy, the song that well, I, and that could be, but maybe there's deeper right. levels. Oh, absolutely. And because it's Amigo the Devil, I feel like there's different levels of meaning, and I feel like a lot of it lends itself to personal interpretation uh, as well. Absolutely. But if I'm crazy, that song is about straight up like. Uh, an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. I love that song, and it makes me it like makes me sad. Not because the song is sad, and I love it when he goes, "If I'm crazy," and he gets into it. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. it. It's so great. And that th- there's very few artists, including Harley Poe. Harley Poe, straight up, he put out those two last albums, and he's got a song called uh, "Persevere," and he's got a oh, what's that other song? I can't remember right now. Uh, but it's like it hit me so GD hard that it's just like. <laughs> That I had to talk to him. But the thing is, is I feel like Amigo the Devil's a little bit more nuanced about what the songs mean, about what, you know, whatever. And maybe I'm just being a total weirdo. And maybe I'm just saying. You're just is, loving the music. This is, I love the music. And mm-hmm. I love, I love the, not the message maybe, but I love the words because I'm interpreting it. It sucks you in, each yeah, song. I'm interpreting it as it applies to myself. But that's the right? beauty of that, like, acoustical thing mm-hmm. that people do. Is you have to go. I'm gonna go on a banjo, and you have to be connected with me because everything that you're going to hear is going to be notes on a banjo, yeah, and me telling you the story. So if they don't go, wow, you are, you're telling me a story, and this maybe this is pointing it to you or whatever. I'm just a guy standing at the bar drinking a beer, and I watched a video 20 minutes concert where the entire bar shut the hell up <laughs> and watch this dude wow. play here you, let me let me mention cool. one thing real quick We're, we've been talking a lot about the lyrics and stuff like that but we've really got to say how great the musicianship and composition of these songs are because i mean listen outside of i hope your husband dies which maybe is just a weird shit for me oh i loved it, I I, it i'm not saying it's a bad song but it like really bothers me in my it gives me anxiety a little bit and maybe that's what he's trying to do but all these songs they are beautiful they a lot of them like start off a certain way they build they get mm-hmm. so much emotion mm-hmm. and then they come back to whatever and you've got to give it up to somebody who can take you on that roller coaster ups and downs not only make you feel a certain way, but make but and, and I'm talking about myself. It, it made me feel a certain way, and not only that, but it made me feel a certain way because of experiences in my life. It's is that thing, gay? Sorry, it's no, it's no, a, no, no. it's a thing that I would say. I'm going to go to you for your your uh, thing, but the only point that I wanted to make was it it's it, he's a, he's a one man show from everything I've ever seen. It's him doing the stuff. I love it when you have a band with you. Yeah. Now, just get some players to go out and do it with you that you trust and love mm-hmm. and and have it be all your own and pay them 15 bucks and you make the 50 <laughs> or whatever. But I'm saying I love Amigo the Devil with the band okay. better than I like the the solo, solo stuff. Well, because Let's I feel see. like it explores a lot more. There's more... Uh, 
what do you call it? Like, uh, I mean, dynamics uh, with with more. Of course, with playing. an album, you've got some theremin in there. You've got keyboards. You've got all this shit that's not going to be with you. But I do like it when it picks up and it gets big, and he's going, "I'm going insane!" I'm, t- I'm right. and he's got a band with him. I like that, Ritzy. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the album a lot. Uh, it's not really any type of music I normally ever listen to, but. Um, yeah, it's definitely it hits it hits you hard and it keeps going. I mean, obviously there's a couple throwaway tracks that kind of just blurred by, but for the most part, every track kind of sucked me in. I was really listening to it. Uh, I was listening to it in the car. I listened to it about two or three times even. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, good for you. I know. I was like, this is cool. Like five at the at the, le- at the very <laughs> least is my minimum, but. Two or three. That's well, I mean, I I usually get two songs in the most of the albums. Who said done. that? <laughs> two out of three. But um, no, I I uh, I thought Ricky's it was really, um, it was really cool. I enjoyed it a lot, and it's one of those ones you know you're obviously not going to listen to all the time. Yeah, but you can't yeah, because it it's is too nice heavy. to have in your arsenal. It's and, too heavy. And I will say this too: this is this is not to to dissuade people that go to the concerts or whatever, but. It is it is kind of one of those things. When I'm watching this 20 minute thing, he shuts down an entire bar of people to go pay attention to me and I went, that is very interesting. Mm. I'm not going there because I if I'm going out tonight, I want to party. No sure. I want to fucking scream and yell and everything and this guy went mm, bam bam mm, bam and he had everyone at attention and it was like, well they're just going to watch the show. More or less. Well, that's why I'm saying I would you avoid that gotcha. show because you wouldn't want to. I'm not. I, I want to fucking party. Do you know the irony of your statement is here? They're on tour. Harley Poe and Amigo the Devil are on tour that. right they're now. They're coming here to Salt Lake. Too. Do you know what? They added a bunch of dates. January 22nd, they're coming here. They're in, coming here. To Urban Lounge, and I will be but, there. But I will say. Isn't that, they're, they're, that like on a Tuesday or something? It's on Tuesday. I'm taking Wednesday off because I, I I'm gonna get wasted. They are a, there are a couple pumpers. My favorite jams. Uh, if I'm crazy, great pumper. Everyone <laughs> gets left yeah, behind. That was one great of my pumpers. favorites. That's sad. Um, when you say uh, pumper, you're like it's well, more like upbeat. a like a more upbeat. upbeat. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like a, more it's upbeat. Like a, it's right, a, right. It was on know, the uptick of the roller coaster. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, my problem with with this is. The the dude, it's great for the money, you know. When you're just the lone wolf, you can only like, do so much. You can just nah, nah, yeah, you yeah. can take over a bar and you can right. you can go hello and you can have like a foot drum or two or something. But that's about it. But I want to see some rock, man. I want to see something that goes and and the well, song, maybe this isn't that kind of music. And this, well, that's what I'm saying is the songs that I love are the circus. Gotcha. The, if I'm cra- if it when he it, starts when it, going screaming it, a little bit the when end, it comes up and he's got a the band swell with him. gotcha he's crescendo. got he's got a band with him the crescendo I love that mm-hmm. what is that how do you say that crescendo, crescendo. Can you spell that for me it's like C R E S C H E N D O that's not right but <laughs> that is absolutely right I think I'm a music guy I think it's absolutely amazing Shane do you want to know what I give it what do you give it are you gonna fire it up for me oh my <laughs> I love this album. It's too heavy to listen to on a daily basis for me, but I give this a bone saw. It really meant a lot to me. For some reason, I got so weirdly emotional and whatever, yeah. but I give it a bone saw. I loved it. Yeah, it is. He is good. 
he's a solid, uh, he's an artist. And I love the fact that he does it himself. Absolutely. That's what everyone's doing these days. That's what everyone's doing. Like uh, the ghost guy, doing it himself, hire people on. Alice Cooper been doing it for years. Oh, yeah. Hey, these are the guys I write with. These are the guys. I play with, you know, on tour. He's he's amazing. Here's what I have to say. It's dark, acoustic, touching. Oh yeah. He is a uh, he's a character in that in that video that 20 minute live concert I watched. He is he is a fan of Leonard Cohen. He is a fan of Rocky Erickson. He is a fan of maybe a little uh, not a, a little dash of uh, Tom Waits, Harley Poe. I don't yeah. know if he's uh, if he's a friend of him or, or well, whatever. Well, they're touring. Fantastic. I mean, I give this a high buy. I think it's wonderful. Uh, my favorite songs, If I'm Crazy, Everyone Gets Left Behind, Cocaine and Abel, and Hell and You. How about Hungover in Jonestown, yeah. Everyone yeah. Gets Left Behind, Cocaine and Abel, and... Oh, you just repeated two of that he just said? Preacher okay. Feature. Those are my faves. I, I agree. The same that, one. Uh, uh, hungry in in Jonestown. Ah, it's yeah, like it's like good. oh that guy Hung survived. <laughs> yeah, right. Hung over in Jonestown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, he survived. <laughs> so yeah, he woke I, up going. Hey. I give it a high buy as well. Awesome. Um, yeah, like the the opening track, Cocaine and Abel, just like hit me like a freight train. I know, and, and it, I couldn't stop. It made listening. me sad though. Um, but that's why I was like, well, it, it gave well, me it this made emotion. me feel like now a piece better, of shit because I'm like, listening. I need to be a better man, and <laughs> I'm trying, but it's hard. You know, I think it more it made me reflect on you know see, but that, past stuff. But I've also had life experience. Something Ricky doesn't have. Yeah, I got some. I've got you know I've I've been through stuff, and it's like He's been through some that shots. was a joke. By the way, I was, I'm not trying to dismiss you. I'm just that was a joke. Sorry. No, but I think there is some. Something to that Conway Twitty and Leonard Cohen and fucking all those bands. Hello, darling. Nice to see you. Yeah, like kind it's of a, a modern a version of it or something. Time. Yeah, it, it it's about like looking back on that and going, God, what did I do? I messed right. up. Hey, Shane, we do me a right. favor. Next episode, let's not do somebody this emotional. It's it's heavy. Murder, murder it's folk. Heavy. Mur- it's murder heavy. folk is basically really good fucking country music, right? <laughs> And there's a lot of, oh my gosh, sorry, I took a hit off the vape. Because I did. But no, but there's a, there's some straight up like old school kind of country stuff. Mm-hmm. like Johnny Cash type of stuff. Exactly. Well, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to put a name on it, but whatever. Yeah. Outlaw or whatever. It's right, just right, like, right, right. I don't know. Outlaw country. But real music. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was, that was. This is a hard album. Tell to us kinda... your feelings. Tell us. I don't. I, mean, I, I don't want to get at you right now, and I'm like, man, he's really. He's about to cry. No, I'm he, not. He's he's cradling. His song. eyes are just watery. It's all right. I mean, I. He's got a lot of. There's bro. a lot of vape juice in the air. It's oh, okay it's the vape it's juice. It's okay to cry, gotcha. bro. It's the vape juice. Yeah, but not in front of you two. No offense. No, I love this album. I loved it. Anyhow. Let's move on, please, <laughs> shall we? Because I'm having a hard time. I got time. trivia. You want some? Yeah, what's it, it about? about? It's about your dad oh, this time. Oh, mixing it up. Let's get into some trivia. Now, what I'm calling this is go to hell oh. horror movies. And I mean literally go to hell. Like in the movie, you go to hell. Okay. Are you ready for this? As ready as I'll ever be. 2016 film. IMDb gives this a 5.8 and directed by... Jeremy Gillespie. Remember that guy that used to 
Dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> His big old cheeks when he played. Yeah, and yeah. He, he played the trumpet. I also played soccer with a guy named Rob Gillespie growing up. Shortly Fun after fact. delivering <laughs> a patient. Listen, listen hard. Shortly after delivering a patient to an understaffed hospital, a police officer experiences strange and violent occurrences, seemingly linked to a group of mysterious, oh, hooded figures. What is that movie? It's called The Void. I was picturing the scene in of the movie, but I couldn't remember the name. But yeah, I've seen that. Cool. The, the ending. And it's a great I, movie, I, by I, the way. I suggested it if you've all the way seen to the it. ending. Ending was shit. Fun nugget. Garbage. Near the wow. beginning, a pa- uh, a patient is watching Night of the Living Dead, which was directed by George Romero, Kenneth Welsh, and Kathleen Monroe. Both starred in Survival of the Dead. <laughs> oh. Also directed by who? George A. Romero? Dead! Okay. Uh, do I get two points? <laughs> no, you get I get one point. Get, I get one point. I get one point. <laughs> you get a good for you. Okay. Number two. 1997 film IMDb gives it a 6.7. Directed Ooh. by Paul W.S. Anderson. Oh, jeez. You know what already? No. Hold on. Okay. Well, it's going to be obvious. A rescue crew investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black I hole and has now returned. I know it. With someone or... Ritzy, you get an answer first. Okay. After I finish. With someone or something new on board. Could it be an alien? We don't know. What is the answer? Event Horizon. Dig it, dig it, turn up the, the radio. Starring right. Kathleen oh, Quinlan. I, I love this movie. I love it. So Julie By the Richardson way. and Sam Neill and... Oh, yeah, Sam Neill is great. Who's, Do you wanna, your, who's your favorite uh, black guy? Lawrence Fishburne. That's right, bitch. <laughs> here's here's a little... If it's not your favorite black guy, then you're a loser. <laughs> here's my a little bit of trivia. Michael Cadaver went on an LDS mission from 1995 to 1997. He gets home. He takes his first date out to which movie? Event Horizon. <laughs> All right, sorry. How sorry. did that go? Uh, How she did was, she what did like your it? date? She think waited she, for me though, so she knew what I was like. What so. did your date think when she saw uh, Lawrence Fishburne's giant penis in that movie? I, I don't, don't remember, remember giant when penises in there. When he climbs out of the bed and that giant fucking I anaconda I snake. Know. Is Here's the thing. Must have blocked it out from my memory. We are 2-0 and oh because I knew that too. Terrible We're 2-0. Oh. We're 2-0. Oh. I'm oh, going to take okay. that because I knew that too. Two Fun nugget. Oh. The spacesuits worn by the actors weighed 65 pounds. That's 30 kilograms. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne nickname is. Wait a minute, guys. You're going to love this. Lawrence Fishburne named his Doris. Due to the weight, standing upright in them for a long period could uh, lead to back injury. Oh, Jesus, we don't want that. But sitting down was not possible either. What do we do? We Doris? Uh, Special hanging poles were constructed on the set (laughs) so the actors... (laughs) Could get some rest between takes. Hmm. I did not know that. There was a lot and of- 
Lawrence Fishburne's giant black anaconda was hanging down during. <laughs> I did not spring. notice that. I got to watch that again. There's just a lot of. I, I, do you, I assume you have like the a Blu-ray or. A, a yeah, I've got DVD. the Blu-ray. This There's a lot of cool, like uh, fun nugget special features. No kidding. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I typically skip those because there's so many actual movies to watch. But maybe I should go back. Oh, That's literally one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I would say top same. twenty. It's uh yeah it's was amazing. I'm and it's got Sam Neill in it for Christ's sake. Yeah. Don't never we love him? Been able to recreate a horror space film like that great. Uh, Jason Ever. X did a good job. Uh, you of know that. what I mean though, like real. <laughs> no, horror, but you're right. Not you're a right. You guys were not a slasher. This you guys were sucking on the play. D of Jason X because it's amazing. But that, but it, First that, half hour. That, I don't classify that as like a horror per se. It's a horror. It's like movie. a slasher. Oh sh- well, that, slashers. A this horror. is like. After the, after you're done watching it, you need to turn on the lights. No, no, it's funny. That's because true. <laughs> I I did feel kind of feel like dirty. Like, oh my god, did I see? I'm something? not gonna lie to you. After we watched that movie, she was cuddling me, <laughs> and I had to be like, nay, lady, nay. I've got to keep this body clean. Even, even though you have a giant wiener hanging oh, I down, wish that were rock true. hard. I wish that were true. Here we go. Give me rock hard, baby, all night. <laughs> all right, number three. Number three. Here we go. 2000 film. IMDb gives us a 6.3. Directed by Tarzan Singh. An FBI agent persuades a social worker who is adept with a new experimental technology to enter the mind of a comatose serial killer in order to learn where he is hidden. What year did this come out? 2000. Where he has hidden... His latest kidnapped victim. Sounds yep. familiar. I know this. Do you know this? I feel like I do. Let me give you the stars. Okay. Just just in case you don't. It's got Vince Jim. Vaughn. Yep. Colton James. And that big old Booty. juicy, juicy, juicy booty girl. Vince Vaughn. Jenny Lowe. J Lo. We call her the Lopez. We Why call her we call her J Lo. This is a great movie, too. Ritzy, this is on you. Oh, this I don't is know. a point. This is a point, and it's coming from you, or you lose it. No, what? I know this. Jennifer Lopez, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Who's that? What? I mean, if you if you said something else, he's in. I would know. He was in. Uh, he was in Men at Work or Men uh, <laughs> Men from Mars. Too. No, he what was in. Uh, what's that one where everybody's like, "How tall are you, soldier?" Six foot, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, I didn't he, know they he was. He was pile metal jacket. Yeah, full metal jacket. Oh, yeah, he was he in. Was, he was the and he was guy. also the. No, he was the guy that blew his head off. Oh. And he was in uh, Men in Black too. He was. The, oh, he was the sugar water. No, he was he in was Men in Black One. Yes. Yeah, sugar water guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember it. I know. Jenny I've seen Lopez. It. Go for it, Mike. It's a cell. Oh yeah. The, the radio. radio. Duh, the cell. The cell, yeah. That's a great... I feel like that's one that kind of got forgotten. But J-Lo in that... Jennifer Lopez is in it. J-Lo in that... It's like, uh, she's got that like big old boot. Shit. I was like, damn. I said, man, I saw that boot. I said, shit. I said, yo, man, give me that motherfucking booty. Put my drink up on that. By I the said, way, that's the third said, question. Damn. We're three questions... Three questions were asked. Three questions are answered. We already won, but let's go for the fun nugget. Let's go for the straight. Oh, fun nugget! At around one hour and three minutes, and people at home, please call this in three eight five three five one nine two seven three and tell us the answer. When Catherine 
Jennifer Lopez, talks with Carl, Vincent D'Onofrio, while he is cleaning, quote-unquote, his victim, the scenery resembles the music video Losing My Religion by R.E.M. The most terrible band outside of YouTube. Oh, for sure. That video was directed by this film's director, Tarzam Singh. So call that in, 385-351-9273. Say, yes, that's what I saw. I did. It is true. Or it is false. Oh, I love it. Here we go. Number four. Number four. 1988 film. IMDb gives this a 6.5 directed by Tony. These are all high stars. Randall. Not Tony Randall from. Uh, the comedy. Hey, from uh, uh, Odd Couple. Yes, yes, yes. A young woman is brought to an institution after the death of her family where the occult obsess where the occult obsessive head resurrects someone and I I just noticed a typo that would give it away so I will not do that. Okay. Again, 1988 film, IMDb gives a 6.5. Tony Randall, a young woman is brought to an institution after the death of her family. Where the occult obsessive head resurrects a young girl and unleashes the demons once again. That's all I can give you. This 1988? Is, there's no hint? 1988, I can give you the stars. Okay. Ashley Lawrence. Kenneth Cranham. And Claire Higgins. I, 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 I couldn't... Uh, I, I had to edit oh, this. Oh, oh, oh. I had to edit this because it gives it away. And I can't give it away. Say it again. Say it again. I can't be like a red hot chili popper. Say that again real quick. Popper's sweet song. A 1998 film IMDb gives it a 1988. Uh, directed by Tony. What year is it? Randall. 1988. Okay. A young woman is brought to an institution after the death of her family where the occult obsessive head resurrects a young lady and unleashes the demons once again. What is it? Hellbound Hellraiser 2. I've got a poster uh, right there. Dig -dig he is the he radio. He really is the, the, the king of horror trivia. Dang. There's a poster right there. <laughs> look, like, turn around, look. There's a poster right where I'm looking. Hellbound Hellraiser 2, right oh, there. shit on my asshole. Babe. Babe. Hey, here's a fun nugget. Clive Barker had to. Oh, listen. Oh, this is very juicy. Everyone, listen. <laughs> Clive Barker had developed elaborate in? backstories for the Cenobites in the first film, though their origins were never explored in this film. He wanted to make sure that, at the very least, the audience understood that the Cenobites were once humans. Right, and, and they're no, because that's when all that and, stuff. Didn't they went. show Pinhead getting like cut and yes. then the nails going in? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we got to shut up. Oh, Get your mouth shut. We okay. got to shut up, Ricky. Sorry. And sorry, their Papa. own vices led to their becoming demons. Yes. Sorry, Papa. <laughs> no, it's funny because I was like, "What is it?" And I, I literally <laughs> looked right up at that poster, and I'm like, hmm. "There you go." All right, good for you guys. Uh, one more, all right? Let's go. 
Here we go. You guys are the way. You don't even care anymore. No, right? I do you're care. Not, you're like, Fuck No, that. because I want to go five for five because that means I am the ultimate trivia guy. Here we go. 1985 film. IMD gets a great IMD, year. IMD great gets year. it a 6.5 directed by, oh my heavens. Say it. Oh my heavens. Say Ridley it. Scott. Ooh. Uh, get, 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 get into it. <laughs> Ridley Scott, you hear that name? What do you, what do you do when you hear that name, Ridley Scott? I say, oh my gosh, he masturbate instantly. I just I think do. of Alien. Z- I masturbate Z- all over the place. Jizz going over. What is? Oh, this. Sorry, Thanks, this is a, this. Sorry. Well, Alien's the first one. Aliens. Wait a is minute, the second guys. One. Wait a minute. Right. It is the second one. But I said it. I think of all Alien, you have. All you have to go on one. on this. Mm-hmm. Is my acting skills? Let's do it. This one. Let's do it. So here it is. This is, this is this is all you've got. All right. All right. See if the Hold class on. is paid <laughs> off. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't pay for those classes. You just it's watch through the window. It's a beauty. So here it is. What is light without dark? <laughs> I am a part of you all. That's all you get. What year is this? 85. 1985. Directed by Ridley Scott? Directed by Ridley Scott. Do That's that all again. you get. Do that again, though. What is light without dark? <laughs> I am a part of you all. Oh. Hmm. Call that in 3853519273 and yes, tell me that please. wasn't sweet as shit. Humble <laughs> pie. Okay. That's all I got. 19, Come on. Nineteen eighty-five. An actor. You too? should know this. Nineteen eighty-five. I feel like once you tell me, I I'm going to be pissed. We're talking about go to hell. We're talking about go to hell trivia. And that's it. That's all you Did get. Did you consider doing Drag Me to Hell? That's one of them? Yeah. Well, yeah. The easy stuff. Shh. Shut up. You're easy. You know what? I'm just going to take the deuce because yeah. I already won. Yeah. I already won. Just tell to us. To kill us an actor. At least one. Are you taking the deuce? I'll tell you one actor. Okay. But you got to take the deuce. All right. We'll take the deuce. Tim Curry. Oh, legend. Gosh dang it. That's not a horror movie at all. <laughs> I mean, we watched that for Jenny's 33rd birthday party. That's not fun nugget. Wildly rumored to have been a source of in- inspiration for Shigu- Shiguru Miyamoto's classic game series, The Legend of Zelda. No shit. You know what that is? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Well, he does. He plays video games. And filming was interrupted. Oh. So, so, so that's the first one. And filming, and this is also a, a, a This is not a horror movie. I was going to say, I don't mind taking the deuce. I mean, it might because... have been really creepy if you were a little kid watching it at the time. But... Uh, so you're saying scary is fucking... You're right, you're right. Like Dark Crystal used to scare the shit right. out of me. The Skeksis. Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. that one old lady with the eyeball? Ogre. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. And, uh, uh, okay, Zelda, and filming was, oh, listen to this, guys. You will not believe this. Filming was interrupted twice. Firstly, 
by the studio uh, burning to the ground. Oh, jeez. And secondly, oh my, oh my heavens, <laughs> by the death of Tom Cruise's father. No shit. Can we get it? Three seconds of, of silence. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. For Tom Cruise's father. I love Tom Cruise. That was a second, but I love Tom Cruise. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care that he's got a tooth I in the middle of his face. I love him. He got that fixed, didn't he? I don't know. No, you yeah, know what's no, funny? Is we literally remember how you know how Jenny does birthday parties outside? Get Jenny in here. I bet you put up the Jenny. I was there for that one. Jenny already knows what I'm doing, but no, I well, let's get in her and see, her, see if she gets see if it. She gets it. Hey, I'm, I'm acting this motherfucker oh, out, dude. I'm fucking five. So I'm fucking from Broadway. Clue? I'm fucking Jenny. Broadway, dude. Come here. Oh, she's had headphones on. Yeah, she had yeah do the your, do the on real quick. do the acting chops again. Yeah, no, okay. See if she gets it. We gotta have you do a. This we have. We gotta Broadway. have you do a uh, trivia question. Oh wait, apparently she's got something better to do. This is fucking Broadway. I mean, what I can do emotionally, physically with myself no, is amazing to me. Now that I know you did, you did a great job. Yeah. Mike, you know what you, you need to invest in? Some swivel chairs. I have a swivel chair. Well, I need for for your guests. No, I don't give a shit. Here we go. Here, here, here. So he's going right, to act exp- out a part in a movie. I'm going to act out a part, and you tell me what, what this part is from. It's from 1985. 1985. And don't. And don't. The year I was born. All right. You ready? And me. Yay. All right. You ready for it? Here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> what is light Legend. without dawn? <laughs> Wait, did you hear us? No. Oh my gosh. I thought you win. Turn up the radio. We watched that on my birthday. I know. That's what we were ago. talking about. Yeah. That's what we're talking we about. Didn't, we didn't it. guess it. They didn't we get didn't it. Get it. Oh, we didn't get it. Losers. No, because I thought we were talking horror movies, not shitty ass fantasy movies. What's the end of that hell? line? What is light without dark? What is the what is the next line? Ha, 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 I am part of you all. I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> <laughs> I am a part of you all. Man, call that in three eight five. Dude, that's I get me in a fucking Batman Tim series Curry's or something. Hottest role ever. Really? No, I feel like it's Rocky Horror Picture Show by far. It depends on what you're into, dudes. No, no. I'm telling. Hey, get if you need some uh, voice acting, call call the bone phone. C- All right, you guys, we won this. We won so hard, and Jenny, part of our team. We are five for five. With the assist. She got with it. The with the assist. assist. However, you know what we got right now? We got a trailer for the movie we're talking about today, which is Erementari, the Blacksmith yeah. and the Devil yeah. from 2018. And we'll play a trailer and we'll be right back to talk about it. It might not be in English, but here you go. Alfredo Ortiz no fue diputación con comisario. Contuvo a Tiger Senarines. No la luna y te querré mentir y era. Talvito quiere al Chan, harto de Gisú. Es que retardó en video. Quiero seguir a Recari. La zona no te quiere. No has tibili. Tú quieres rante agua, visita.
No, I yeah, I thought this Elementary. Yeah. All right, you, you guys, you just heard the trailer for Elementary, <laughs> the blacksmith <laughs> and the devil, also called I Hereto E El Diablo, 2018 yeah. on Netflix. Spanish. By the way, it's uh, Basque. Oh yeah, Basque. Basque it's weird because porn. this was a this was uh, a movie spoken in the Basque language, which I never heard of before. That, yeah, I yeah. I mean, that. it's perfect reason to put it on Netflix and go what, overdub uh, that. Overdub it. What um, country is that from? Man, I am. I have no idea. We can't. We are smartphones and computers. Can you someone Google no, it? No. Can you Google it? You I mean, got you're one. the host here. Jesus, we're even prepared. 2018 IMDb gives us 6.3. Written and directed by a guy named Paul Urquijo Alijo. <laughs> you know what's funny about <laughs> Great this guy? Fucking <laughs> Paul Urquijo Alijo. I'm trying not to be a dick, but that's literally his <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, I thought you Alejo. said Paul Orr. I know him. He did the Paula Abdul straight up video. He back. did? Yeah. Straight, straight up, up now, now tell me. Do you really, really want to love me forever? forever? Oh, 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 oh. Can we talk about how hot Paul Abdul was back then? Anyway. Sure. He you, want d- to. He, he, you know, he still kind of go, got it going on. Oh, my gosh. Directing credits, five credits, all of which were short films outside this. He has four writing credits. He got both the screenplay and the story credit for this film, but the rest were short. So I feel like this was his big breakout. But uh, here we go. It's pretty star- solid for a Netflix feature. No, I agree. I agree with you. This starred Candido Yaranga as Paxti, Uma Brakeglia as Yusu. I'm gonna stop because no, I'm <laughs> no, just keep going. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of people and names that I'm gonna offend. Man, these. you've done worse. Yeah, I, I'm trying to be better. It. I'm trying to be better. Just say them really fast so it doesn't sound as bad. This movie was set in a small Spanish town in the 19th century. The townsfolk, like many sets of townsfolks in other movies set in the same time period, they were just simple folk. The church is a big influence on the townspeople who toil away as farmers, innkeepers, etc. One day, this government official shows up to the town at the inn, asks where he can find the blacksmith, because he's been sent on official government business to see this guy. The blacksmith is kind of a hermit who keeps to himself on his compound. There are strange stories in the town told about him, about the weird death of his wife, and also how they're screaming coming from his compound on some nights. As the innkeeper's son was taking up the man's bag to his room, he noticed a note at the top of one and he took it. A while later, the son must have given the note to some of the men at the inn because they were all sitting at a table reading it. It turns out the government man was sent out to this guy's place in search of lost gold that was stolen many years ago. Well, the government guy comes back to the inn, catches all these people reading the note, and of course they're embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. The innkeeper says my favorite line of the whole movie. He says, Take you a... Get to the chopper. He says, my son, you know, because his son stole it. He goes, my son, he's an idiot. <laughs> Just like that. It was amazing. He says that in order to make it up to him, because they stole the note, they should go with him to the blacksmith's place to search for the gold and help him get that. Anyhow, they go. They have little luck getting in. The blacksmith fights them off, and one guy actually dies in a bear trap that was set. They notice all sorts of little traps, spikes, of course, on his gates, stuff like that. 
Uh, all so basically, he just really wants to keep people up. There's a little girl who one day is getting bullied by some jokers. They threw her doll or her doll's head over the large gate. She goes in after it and ends up sneaking into the house, stuff like that. She comes upon a little boy who's trapped in a human-sized birdcage looking thing. That's that's what yeah. I have in my notes. Yeah, yeah it looks like a birdcage with like... Uh, spikes? Spikes. Yeah. There's a lot of spikes. Spikes on the outside like, hey, don't, uh, don't try and touch this yeah, birdcage from the poked. outside. Yeah. The boy asks her to free him. She ends up doing it. But then immediately, this little boy transforms into Demoni. Oh, my God. Sorry. I I, I, oh, I lived that a little bit as a demon is what I meant to say. The oh, demon. He had a name. Is that his name? No, that no, wasn't his name. I can't remember his name right now. They said it at the uh, toward when they were in yeah, the like Sartiri or something. They said it at the, yeah, I don't remember. The demon is loose. Because the little girl, the, sorry, the little girl freed him, attacks a blast, the blacksmith in an attempt to escape. They do some fighting. In the end, the little girl is hurt. Her ankle is broken, and the demon is recaptured and placed back in the cage. And by the way, that demon is a damn dummy because it hit that bear trap twice. Yeah, dumbass. My I'm just saying, what kind but of that's a, why he set the bear trap. Satanic demon, are you? <laughs> you hit a goddamn bear trap twice. In a weird turn of events, after hearing what the townsfolk have to say about the blacksmith, he still takes care of the girl, sends her on her way. The problem is that somebody witnessed this, you know, what's ever going on, the fight. He had taken the girl in, and he saw the devil. Oh, wait. So there's like 15 times of the bear trap then. Because yeah. Because I'm thinking, oh, my God. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm brushing over it, and I'm not going to spoil it, but, you know. Okay. I'm still going. All right. Problem is, well, okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm past there. He noticed that he took the girl. He couldn't tell that he was helping her, but he also noticed a devil. That guy goes back to the town, reports, and the town goes after him with torches and pitchforks. What happens next? Is the blacksmith some kind of evil bogeyman, as they say in the UK? Bogey. Is is that what we're led to believe? We got a bogey on the left. Good one. What is with the demon being caged up in the house? Will the townsfolk take the blacksmith out? Find out by watching Ermentary, the blacksmith, and the devil. What did you guys think? Uh, I will start with the good things that I liked about it. And that's um, a good way to start. I feel things. like it's a very positive I thing. thought the environments, like the atmospheres, looked really good. Gorgeous. Um, I thought the... Um, like devil makeups and stuff like that were really cool. Mm-hmm. They didn't look fake at all. Um, and I thought, and overall, I liked the story, of course. especially the ending. I thought okay. it was like, oh, cool. they should have been playing like some like heavy metal music or something, but um, <laughs> like maybe some uh, Jack Jack Black? Black? No, uh, some, like that, I thought of that song. Like, we, are the D, we are the D, we are the D. What are they called? Tenacious. Jack Black, Tenacious D. We just talked about that. Anyway, I was thinking more like pow- some power metal or something. But yeah, I know we just talked about it, Ritzy, um, but, but I, yes. was just, I forgot. So those aside, though, it was 
pretty corny. There was no violence. I mean, yeah, there was violent parts, but there's no blood and no, you know, it was definitely like a PG-13. If Here's the thing. Here's the thing I think about. I don't know if this was a horror movie as much as it was a fantasy right. movie. Okay. This reminds me of like a Guillermo del Toro. What was that okay. one he did? Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, that Pan's La- No, absolutely. Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth that, was uh, scary. It was dark. Well, also that Pan's Labyrinth is on a higher that, level uh, than this. Aquaman movie? That was good. The dick. The the the, the color of the uh, water. There was oh, one other thing I wanted to say won that, an Oscar. that I thought was so silly was the Beautiful. whole like Rain Man thing with the chickpeas. Oh no no here's <laughs> the thing about <laughs> uh, no no here's about the chickpeas. I know here's the just like this reminded me of the Rain Man who's dropping the toothpicks. Oh no here's the thing. So I mean I've uh, oh so, yeah that's it yeah when the chickpeas <laughs> no no okay so oh, here's the thing him crazy. <laughs> They got to count them. He's got to count. So basically what he's talking about is there's a couple of parts where like the the blacksmith and the girl drop some chickpeas and the OCD nature of the demon um, has to count those. He has to stop everything. I understand what was happening. Can I tell you? (laughs) Can I talk, please? But the thing is, is this is this is a thing that's very like deep into like devilish fork. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Folklore. Like I've seen tons of vampire movies where they like Throw shake down at them. Well, it's it's usually grains of rice. And they're so O C D that they have to count them, right? I've never seen so- Oh, cool. oh my god. <laughs> Jenny just that came in awesome. brushing her teeth with charcoal, and that's weird. However, no, but that but it was nice that they used some kind of old school uh mythos of that stuff because um I mean, I guess vampires aren't exactly the same thing as demons, but they're both led Man, by the Satan. demons at the toward like at the very end. Those were all pretty cool looking. No, absolutely, and they all were different, like very different. You know, like everyone looks so different from the other. Here's the thing, you guys mentioned it, and we're not going to go through the whole story because it was, in my opinion, it was a great fantasy, maybe a fairy tale. And by the way, yes, I would never let my daughter be around any kind of weirdo, drunk, fucking Hell hobo. No. no. In town, which to is the blacksmith, that, is what you're talking which about. Which is the blacksmith well, to no get in a her. situation like that. No one let her. So here's, yeah, because she went over and she snuck in and whatever. Well, she wasn't being parented good enough. But she, well, she had no parents. The rest, yeah. the, the rest of the family was asking where she was. At no, the beginning no, of the, movie the rest of the people who adopted the her in the church. So let me go. Let me go off. On, I beg to oh, differ, wait, but I go did, ahead. Uh, whatever. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead with your bullshit. This seemed to me. Like I said, like a fantasy tale, like a fairy tale type mm-hmm. of thing. And in fact, it's based off an old German fairy tale about a blacksmith, I how he it. catches the devil and makes a pact with him. But the devil is a liar, you know, and he... Does he play the uh, violin at all in this? That's a Georgia shit. No, no, none of that. Damn. But, so that was based on that. Up. But that was based on all this stuff. And I'm not going to lie to you. The only problem I had with this movie, it looked great. The story was pretty good, even though it was not. I don't think this is a horror movie. No. Straight up. But the thing is, is. Um, Hold on. Can I get a stop on this? Yeah, Wait sure. Go ahead. You guys were just giving me grief on my fucking lousy uh, f- uh, number five question of the night of that ain't horror. That was like 10 and hours now you're, ago, Wait man. a minute. Get now you're talking it. about a fucking movie we're doing for this podcast. I didn't know. I didn't know when I chose it, it man. so long ago. fucking dare you. <laughs> man, get over it. Live My biggest now. problem with this movie was not a fault of the movies. It was the fault of the 
dubbing that happened in this movie because there were some cheesy parts. You could like Shane was asking, you weren't here yet. He was asking, how do you get the like the like the ambient noise, all the environmental noise perfect? But the dubbing was pretty yeah. bad. It was pretty bad in this on Netflix. Well, but it's two was it pretty things, bad? Or- though? I mean, here's yeah, the thing. but how do they do that? What You're you watching they- the movie, and the guy goes, "Huh," and he grabs the shirt. So you're hearing that noise that he's doing on the shirt, but they've went, uh, fuck you, pal. And they've changed the words, but they haven't changed the noise. You can, Hmm. you can hear all the, you can hear everything that I would see what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. I would say that this is more of a fantasy film, more than a horror film. And that's not to say that this wasn't, that that didn't have horror elements. I mean, we had demonic representations, some fairly graphic deaths in the bear traps, especially. That wasn't graphic. Well, I mean, I wouldn't let my kids watch this is what I'm saying. Suspense. You you wouldn't? I mean, you're right. I wouldn't. (laughs) It's pretty tame. It It wasn't even any blood. My favorite thing, though, is there was like the interesting demon folklore, and you're like talking, oh, they had to count the chickpeas. And I'm like, I like that stuff because I know that it comes from something broader, some more folk. folk. Why can't I talk <laughs> some more folklore, folklore. that, uh, you know, it distracts them, stuff like that. I and I've seen them, like a lot of vampire stuff like that. After doing some Googling, I learned about the European fairy tale that I mentioned. But I feel like. The bottom line about this movie is, is it was beautiful. I mean, they made this blacksmith out to be a bogeyman. I say that in British. We call it boogeyman here because that's the right way to say it. But the bottom line is, I really like this movie. I give it a high watch. High Netflix? What do we call it? Yeah, I give it a high Netflix because it's on Netflix. You watch <laughs> it watch it on Netflix and, and go... I mean, my problem with it was I just kept checking my phone through the whole thing going, yeah. oh, God, I got to play a couple uh, levels of fucking Tune Blast <laughs> through it. But it wasn't anything that Toon was... Blast? Who knows? It's a great game. You should oh. download it. Oh. It's on Google Play. But there were beautiful sets, interesting use of shadows in the, in the uh, DP. The photography was really good. It was beautiful. But the problem is, is this was just a fairy tale. And it just, it was tough. I mean, it was it was, a, it was a really great movie. I love the movie. I give it a high buy. Yeah. Or sorry, a high... High rent. I was going to say a high Spotify, but yeah, a high rent. The thing is, is it... High watch. It just wasn't, it just didn't hit me in the bones, you know? No. And it's like, it was pretty good. It was beautiful. And this, I love the story, by the way, and I did love the ending. Yeah, the the ending is kind of helped make it up for me. I mean, I like the idea of it being all the folklore. all the main characters. You know, the the cage demon, the uh, blacksmith, and the girl. They all had great. And even endings. they, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was super happy. The government official, what happened with his like storyline, stuff like that. Well, his didn't really go anywhere. Oh my gosh, what? He was looking for the gold. Right. Turns right, out he right. wasn't looking for the gold. Spoiler. Well, I, I know what happened to him, but he just, his story ended just. Well, yeah, but. All right. I'll give that to you. Whatever. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'd like the ending, but I wouldn't give it a high watch. But I'd say, you know, if you're bored, you have nothing to watch, maybe check it out. If you don't want to watch uh, <laughs> Drug Inc. or like six seasons of that, or. <laughs> you just watch six seasons with the real. No, whatever. I really enjoyed it. I feel like Here it was a great say, way to spend two hours. Wrong. 
We got I some just, hair on. I'm just, I'd say check it out. I would, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm saying. I'd give it a high Spotify. It is pretty. High it does seem like a, a like a, a, a what's that guy that did that Grammy uh, Oscar award winning yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. It yeah seems the like that the artistry the and the prosthetics and stuff on the demon. Uh, we're all we're all great. It did kind of seem like a kids' on. movie, except for a few yeah. parts. Right, if right, I were right, to right, show right. this to my kids, they would go. I only Dad, have two hands, but I lame. have three kids, so I would edit it so I don't have to do that. No, you I would think they would like it. It's right. I'm up telling there, you, like, your kids would go, Dad. You're no. I've been lame. watching right. Friday the Thirteenth, they and they've would, been scared totally. as shit. But that's old school stuff, man. I feel like they would like this. I would watch this with them. I just didn't love it. I mean, I I liked it, but it wasn't. It didn't. Like, move my bones is all I'm saying. Here's what I do like about it is that they did take the courtesy to put it in English. Because I watch a lot of shit where I'm like, God damn, here we go with this awesome series of something. And then it's like, oh, shit, it's all, man, I got to rack my fucking But you love the Asian movies. I, I love it if it's a movie. But if it's a series or something, I'm like, man, I'm too fucking busy. I'm playing fucking tune. Tune fucking party. Well, it's a different game now. It's Tune Party. Is this a well, sequel tune, to Tune Blast? Well, tune Blast. That's what oh. I mean. But, yeah, I mean. So you feel like you have to always be doing something else while you're watching it? Well, a good movie will make me go, no, put it away. Hereditary. Yeah. That made me go, nothing else matters. Man, that was a good movie. But. When it's something where you're like, what? What's going on? Yeah, like on? I Little just got to kind of get through this. This is kind of cheesy devil guy going, hee, 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 hee. I'm going to have to, oh, you caught me. Also, it's kind of silly how it was just like, well, I guess I'm good now. I guess I'm a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but oh, he was, never are you talking about the blacksmith? No, 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 no. The caged yeah, guy. Yeah, you're right. He's just like, yeah, I guess hey, she saved my life. You're right. Oh, I well. see, here, here's my. Well, the, here's, one, well the, 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 the one guy came in and said, dude, you fucked up so many times. If you you're go going back to the to outer hell, fifth circle. Yeah. And he's like, well, fuck that. I won't go back there. So he's still smart <laughs> enough to go, fuck hell then. I'll just stay here. Yeah. Listen, he this is not again. a movie fuck I'm going to watch again, but. It kept me engaged mostly because the look and feel of it. I mean, I'm going to be real. This was before yeah. Halloween. I'm looking for atmospheric horror movies. This may not have been a necessarily a horror movie straight up, but it had to do with demons. It had to do with hell. And I liked it, man. It was okay. I'm never going to watch it again, though. And hell, I mean, dare I say, is a wonderful place to fucking be in. No, that's wrong, because they prod you, and they poke you with hot things. Well, we don't know. Till we I mean, that, in, according to this movie, they Hell did. is fantastic. Listen, whatever you say. I'm going to heaven, so whatever. I hope you guys have fun in your hell. Ritzy, where are you going when you when you perish? I'm just going to Do you want to go live with Jesus, or do you want to party with You know devil? what? Jesus is, Jesus is just all right with me, says the Doobie Brothers, and says Mike. Fuck yeah, great song. I'll uh, I'll take wherever I go. Really? You're yeah. just gonna go that way? Yeah. All right. I'll make I'll make do with whichever. I recommend everybody watch this. What if you got to just fr- comb it's on Netflix? Jesus hair every <laughs> fucking day for the rest of your life? I would do that right now. <laughs> I would recommend everybody watch this. It's on Netflix. Everybody or not, is or not. Everybody is literally subscribed to Netflix. Watch it. Watch it with your wife. Watch it with your girlfriend. Watch it with your kids. 
It's a fun time. You can watch it's Apostle a, instead. No, Apostle's really great too. Is it? So I violent. I it's really great. It's so violent. It's really great. Really? Yeah. I also watched it, and we also did that on this episode, but I was like, oh, it's. I already watched that. I want to watch this movie. <laughs> and that's literally why we chose this movie for this one. Because I'm like, I haven't seen this yet. I want an excuse to watch it. Anyhow, there you go. That's our podcast for today, guys. How did we do? Mm-mm. Call in and rate us. What's the number, Shane? 385-351-9273. Call in and rate us. Rate us. What did you think of this podcast? <laughs> what did you think of the question of the episode? What did you think of the movie? What did you think of can I remind them? the Devil? Yeah. You guys can call in for any reason ever, but if you want to answer the question of the episode, here is a reminder for you. What is the most satisfying death you've seen in a horror movie? Just maybe where somebody deserved it, or maybe one that just made you like... Reach up in the, the air. The most satisfying. Yeah, just one that you got pumped about. Is that weird? I like that. Do yeah. it. Call it in. 385-351-9273. 385-351-9273. Shane. Yeah. It's 954 right now. Jesus H. It's about time you got home for work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So what I will say to you guys is for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have?